Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. How you doing? Today is going to be our MLB centric episode. We're going to talk trades. We're going to talk uh, shared stadiums. We're going to talk about the sign stealing. We're going to talk about playoff format changes and Aubrey Huff being a dick. <laughs> where do you start? <laughs> I don't even know where to go here. Uh, I guess let's let's talk trades because yeah. that that'll kind of ease us in here. Um, so the the Red Sox finally traded Mookie Betts, which was coming for at least two months. Uh, they traded him, David Price, and Cash uh, to the Dodgers for Alex Verdugo, uh, who's an outfielder, shortstop Jeter Downs, and catcher Connor Wong. Um, it was originally a three-team trade. But then one of the players had, like, a physical that he failed. Yeah, I got held up for a while. Yeah. So then the Dodgers and the Twins made their own trade with that guy that failed the physical. Right. So instead of the guy that failed the physical going to the Red Sox, he ended up going to the Dodgers. Okay. And that was Brewstar Gratterall. And then they added two other uh, guys. And then going to the Twins was Kenta Maeda. I like Kenta Maeda. I like, uh, the, I like the, the Twins team, I think, is going to be pretty good again this yeah, year. Yeah, well, they went out and got yeah. Donaldson, yeah, you know? Yeah. And didn't they set the record last year for the most home runs by a team in a season? I believe they did because Sanu was just going off. On yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, and now you've added Donaldson to that lineup. they and got a really good, quick outfield that's got some power hitting to and it. And the Indians are worse. Yep. They got rid of Kluber. Mm-hmm. White Sox, who knows? They're still young. They should take a step, but we don't know if they will. It's got to be the um, Twins division. And I like Kenta Maeda as a pitcher too. So, how do you feel about the Red Sox Dodgers deal? Like, do you just? I think it's a disaster for the Red Sox. They they lost one of the best players in baseball, and that's not something that happens to the Red so Sox. You don't have any sympathy for the billionaire, the multi billionaire that wants to get under the luxury tax because he doesn't want to pay millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, so you no have I, sympathy for I, him. I, yeah, you know, maybe I never thought about it from that <laughs> from that route. But I mean, I just think as a as a as a Bo Sox fan, you are just you're pissed right now. I mean, oh, th- this yeah. is this is not how that team operates. That's not what they should be doing, and that's not the return you want for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. Like David Price yeah. was almost like a throw in, just to just to get rid of more more, more salary. Yeah. Like he was the MVP when they won the World Series. I don't think people remember that, but no. he won the MVP. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and I mean- you and I. Love David Price. We were so happy when he came to Toronto. Alex Love Anthopoulos pulled off that trade. You Ooh. know, even when they were they were talking about David Price coming to Toronto again. Yeah. You know, when they were doing the, the salary cap dump, I was like, I'd be okay with that. I was fine with it too, and especially <laughs> since they were talking about retaining some of his salary, which would have been beautiful. Yeah. But I mean, with that said, that's not exactly what the Blue Jays need. But you, like you said, we've always been a fan of the player. Um. But yeah, I agree with you. The Red Sox. I don't. Um. The GM did what he was supposed to. He was told by ownership, "You got to cut salary." Yeah. But the, the, these, these were mistakes made before this. This was, uh, you know, J.D. Martinez, guys like that. The, yeah. These mistakes were made before. If you can't keep the... Uh, I would say he's probably the best five-tool player in baseball. Uh, him and Mike Trout are right... I mean, Mike Trout's the best, I think. But but Mookie Betts is right in that category as far as guys that can do everything. And a homemade, whole, like a homegrown, homegrown pro- product prospect. Yeah. Um, my question is, why wouldn't you try to trade sale and price? Yeah, and I, I wonder Older, if... yeah. Sale's got an injury history, but if, like, why wouldn't you try to move that? Because his contract's huge, and a J.D. Martinez... Like, I would have tried to move every other piece that I could yeah. without moving Mookie Betts. And I think... I would agree, but I think the thing is, they... 
people are worried about Chris Sale's injury. People don't know what he's going to be when when yeah, he comes, when he is really fully healthy and ready to go again. The, I think the reason they did this is because Mookie Betts is the most tradable player on that team. He's one of the few guys that they could easily trade. And even then, it wasn't that easy because there was a lot of back and forth. But this is a huge win for the Dodgers. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, they, they, you, that's, an, that's an amazing team right have now. Have you seen their, their starting lineup? Like I haven't looked at it recently, but I was just thinking about I, some of the players. Yeah, in, I mean, like, MVP, Bellinger, you know, Mookie Betts, throw them in there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Max Muncy, who, who oh, yeah, can just, hit like 25 bombs. Oh, he's hitting like... Sixth or seventh in the order. Yeah, now. just a thirty home run second baseman there. Yeah, just throw him in. Like it's just like what the fuck? No, it's 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 not fair. It's a good time to be a Dodgers fan. That's um, for sure. Now the question is, they they've made this huge fucking move. Can they finally win the World Series? I like think, yeah. like if they can't win with this lineup, they they they'll never win. I think they can win the because even Series. their top three pitchers are going to be um, uh, Walker Bueller, yep, right? Yeah. Kershaw, yeah. Price, right? Jeez, that's good, right? Yeah, that like, that's, nice. their, that's their that's their top three. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty nice. And Walker Bueller's just Kershaw's probably kind of on the downward part of his career, but he's still very effective. Walker Bueller is just coming into his own. I mean, Price is a pro. You know, he's 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 up and down from time to time, but he's a pro, and in the playoffs, he tends to be quite efficient. So, I I love the Dodgers this year. Yeah, they're gonna be dominant. Yeah. Uh, it sucks for every other team in that NL West. Like, yeah. there was talk of San Diego taking a step, but they're all playing for the wild card at this point. And San Diego's done little things, right? Like, they're trying to they're trying yeah. to be someone who competes. They brought in Machado, so they're yeah. trying to up their stock. But, I mean, you can't compete with that. It's it's like Toronto trying to compete in the, with, the, with, the, with the Red Sox and the Yankees when they're not willing to spend the money. It's just not yeah. going to happen. Well, the, uh, do you think the Jays can overtake the Red Sox now with this trade? Or do you think the Red Sox... If Chris Sale's healthy, do they do they still have enough pieces to be above? I still think the, the Red Sox would be above the Jays right now. It's really going to be hard to tell with the Jays. It's, they're really hard to prognosticate right now because the the numbers, the analytics are showing that they're not going to have a great year again. But I don't think we know. I don't think we know what to make of the young players right now. Like we don't know exactly how Bobichet's going to going to go if he plays like he did last year for the full season here, um, and then Vlad. You know, takes off where people think Vlad's going to be, and he worked out for the yeah. first time in his life this off season. Yeah, like I, I had like part of me is like that could like fuck up his swing because now he's not used to like different mechanics, or yeah. like it could unleash something yeah. that and just be a monster. Hopefully, it just gives him the the stamina to just t- take in a whole major league season playing yes. in the field and batting, yes, and playing, playing a lot a, of time, playing a hundred and. 45 to 150 games or whatever it yeah, is, you know? Yeah. yeah. Our, the pitching rotation is is just... I, I, I like that they got Ryu. Um, I'm glad that they got a guy like Tanner Rourke. But, I, I mean, if you have a rotation where Tanner Rourke's your second or third starter, that's not good. You, yeah, you need that's like upgrades, It's but. better than last year. Well, yeah. at least at the end of last year. Yeah. And they and they got some young guys coming on the pitching staff, which, which, is, which is nice. We haven't had that for a little while. So, uh, I, the future is bright. I don't see them taking over the Red Sox this year unless uh, some guys outperform uh, what they're predicted to do. Yeah. Uh, another trade I wanted to talk about is the Diamondbacks traded for Starling Marte from the Pirates, and I thought that was a really good deal for the Diamondbacks. He's a good player. Uh, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, the Pirates doing what the Pirates always do. They just refuse to... They're a farm team for the rest of Major League yeah, Baseball. It's, yeah. it's pathetic. Um, who owns, with, I wonder who owns that team. I was just trying to think. I was just off the top of my I head. Have no clue. I don't know who it is, but I've never heard of them. But, I mean, you're... You, 
to be in that city that would embrace they embrace good sports like they would love it if the pirates were good they yep. got a beautiful stadium there right on the river they embrace the steelers they yeah. embrace the penguins you but know. those guys have a winning culture they, those yep. organizations try pittsburgh doesn't try they yep. just sit there and take their money from other teams all and, yep. and and they don't bother spending any of it yeah. it's it's actually a disaster so yeah i like that move for the diamondbacks yep. and then they w- they got madison bumgarner in the off season and i think he's <laughs> i think he's gonna be good you know uh when he's not uh Doing rodeo with his his anonymous name. That's exactly what I was laughing at, too. (laughs) The story came out that he is participating in local rodeos in the southern United States. And I like how the GM's like, he's an adult, he can do what he wants. And I'm like... Why is he using a nickname then, I guess? And I'm like, I I was actually surprised by that. Because normal GMs would have been like, I would have thought they would say no. Yeah, they would would say no because there's going to be something in the contract that you can't be doing dangerous things i would have thought participating in rodeos would be a no-no if you have, have I would a major so league too, baseball contract madison bumgarner was like you know i'm gonna do it so maybe, maybe he was up front with them too when maybe, they were yeah. signing. he's like listen i do this on the side yeah i i use an, an alias when i do it <laughs> yeah so hopefully it will come out but i'm just letting you know and, and yeah. the director's like sure i don't care yeah and and i mean he's doing tie down calf roping it's not like he's bull riding or anything like that so yeah. the, the odds of injuring himself are although they're still there there's still risk it's not it's not as extreme as if you're you know riding a bull or on the back of a riding saddle bronc or something like that uh one of the funny things about it is i think he made like twenty four thousand dollars doing it last year and people are like why would a baseball player with the salary he's making be be doing that for twenty four thousand dollars and that that's a silly question because he's not doing it for the money like i know people that rodeo they do it because they love the sport and yeah. they love horses yeah. like it, you could pay that Listen, guy nothing there's a garth brooks it. song about it man <laughs> you do it for the love of the goddamn rodeo yeah okay yeah. great tune everybody should listen to that and if you made twenty four thousand just traveling to those rodeos and taking care of your horses you're still not ahead you didn't make any money rodeo. yeah if yeah. you won twenty four thousand prize money you're not ahead if you're rodeo. but you know what like like you're you're there and it's it's like a um it's a it's like a fraternity. All yeah. those guys yeah. they have this common bond and you know they just party like crazy motherfuckers. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and Madison Bumgarner looks like he knows how to tie one on. He's uh he's a good old boy from the south and uh he would enjoy that. <laughs> All right. Um okay, so let's talk about the commissioner's office leaking or putting out there that the uh, that they're talking about doing a playoff format change. Yeah. To come in for, I think they said 2022. 2022 is what yeah. they said the soonest it would be. So what would happen is seven teams in each league would make it. The first seed would get a bye. The two other division winners would pick their opponents. <laughs> Reality TV aspect coming in. Yes. Right there. And then they would be a three-game, the first round would be a three-game series with all all the games at the higher seeds home park. Mm-hmm. So they like if you finish in the bottom you don't get a you don't get a home playoff you don't date get a home unless playoff you make it, it unless yeah. you make it to the division series. Yeah. So what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, on the surface, I think it sounds pretty freaking awesome. Like I would I I would enjoy, I would be entertained with that format. Of course, there's extra teams, so that gives our crappy Blue Jays an additional chance of getting in. That's right. So that right off the bat, I like that. Um, uh, I, I like the, I, I kind of, even though it might be a little cheesy, some people might, might not like it. I would be watching the TV special at the, after the last game of the season there, they would do a TV special where yep. these, where the teams yeah, where, would pick who the they're going to go against. sit there yeah. and they, they have to like put up a sign with the team they're going to play or some yeah. shit. I would like watching that. I don't think it's the best system and I don't actually think it'll happen, but, but I, I would enjoy watching it. What a, like... 
uh, I'm with you. Like yeah. it's one of those things that's really interesting. And what I really like is that that it, like this isn't for sure going to happen. MLB is just putting it out there, and they got to talk about it with the players' association yeah. and go through the whole uh, process. But I like how they're thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saying like we can improve our product wow. in certain ways. Like what about if we did this? Yes. Um, I don't think this is going to come to pass because could you imagine? So you're the GM of fuck. I don't know the. Um, I'm just trying to think here. The Braves GM, Anthopolis. Yeah. And then he goes and he picks, like, he's like, I'm going to play, like, the Diamondbacks lose Bumgarner for mm-hmm. the rest of the season and they still get into the playoffs. And he's like, I'm going to play the Diamondbacks. And then the Diamondbacks beat them. Right. Two to one well, or something like that. Oh, there's going to be all kinds of bulletin board material. And then Anthopolis could be fired because it's your fault that you picked that team. Right. Even though there was a brain trust, you're the guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't think... If I was the GM of these teams, I'd be like, no, we're all making this decision. Yes, this isn't on yes. me. That, well, that, that's a and, good point. And, and something that the GMs could do to get around it is if you're the second seed, you're just going to choose the number seven seed. Yeah. You're going to be like, because yeah. nobody can be mad at you because that's who we would have played anyways. Right, yeah. You know, um, so that's, I think, how they get around it. But it's an interesting concept. I do like the idea of increasing it to, to seven teams. Yeah. Um, then they get additional games to it, which is additional revenue. Yeah, I um, having fourteen total teams in the playoffs out of thirty, I think is okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. One another thing, and there's a good question you brought up. Something else that I was wondering about too. Like, so last year, um, the Yankees would have had the number two seed in the AL, so they would have had to pick between the Rays, Indians, and Red Sox. So I also wonder too if there's not external pressure, depending on the situation of say a TV executive or a league executive saying, you know, uh, a Yankees Red Sox uh, would be really nice uh, yes, if, if we could yes. encourage you to do that. The Yankees uh, network is like, well, you know, we yeah. really like the Red Sox because it would drive TV numbers here. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's like, well, I don't want to play our rivals first thing. Yeah. But okay. Yep. Yeah. So that would be interesting. That's interesting. So yeah, there I, are other factors. It wouldn't be based solely just on, on field. No. I don't think. No. And you would almost, as a team, you would almost have to just block everything externally out and just make your choice. But I just, I don't know how easy that would be. I think there's a lot of uh, high-pressure external factors that would come into it. Uh, another thing that came out of the commissioner's office in the last uh, last month here is that Manfred came out and said that uh, they're still talking and, they, and he thinks that a shared stadium or shared cities between uh, the race franchise between Tampa and Montreal is a good idea and they should look at the, into doing it. Really? I'm surprised that the the commissioner is encouraging this. Yes! That, that seems odd to me because it doesn't seem like something... It doesn't seem like an ideal situation for anyone involved, actually. So, uh, I was listening to Stephen Brunt on the radio and, and he's one of the smartest Very guys smart out there. Guy. Yeah. Um, he was saying, which I didn't know, but Tampa's looking at when they're... They're hoping to get into it sooner, but at the very least, once they're out of their lease in 2027 or whatever at Tropicana, they want to... Tropicana. Is that what I said? I think you said, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what it'll be called. It'll be Tropicana up north and Tropicana down south. Um, They want to build an outdoor stadium in Tampa. Yeah. Which makes sense. And then Montreal would also be an outdoor stadium. In Montreal. In Montreal, yes. Because the way it would work is that in Tampa... They would have the team from February till June. 
Oh, okay. But then it gets way too hot to play outdoors. Hmm, interesting. In Tampa. So from Ju- June and July and half of August, maybe? Maybe fully, yeah. or all of August. They're in Montreal because it's cooler. Yeah. And then September and playoffs is back in Tampa. God, how if you how do you become a fan of this team though is my question. Like if like cuz now you're sharing your team. So the second half of the season, your team is in a different city and then they come back for the playoffs, which is great. I mean, I'd rather have the beginning of the season and the playoffs and then miss June and August, but still, how do you how do you build up a fan base for this team if they're swapping Especially between like, cities? And and in Montreal too. Like unless yeah. you figure between So if if your fan base Let's say your stadium holds thirty five thousand people yeah. each one, yeah. and you figure like maybe even if we get like between the two, the numbers are like would add up to one, right? At the end, I'm not yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that the way this Brunt laid it out was what I brought up was how if players have families, they're not going to uproot their families to go to Montreal when their kids are in school and no. shit. No, yeah, they're But not. if it's in June, like halfway through June, they're out of school. Yeah. So, true. like, yeah. that changes that aspect. But, again, you got to get different passports because mm-hmm. now you're living in Canada for two and a half months. Right. And you're living in French Canada. If anybody fr- live that's in the States or anything, uh, French Canada is quite a bit different than English Canada. They have a lot of rules... Um, everything's got to be French there. They're, yeah. you know, English speaking is not huge. It's, it's, oh, it, it's in parts, but it's not everywhere. So, which is funny because a lot of gentlemen's clubs in Montreal have very little rules. Very, very little. Which is a good uh, free agent attraction uh, to ploy if you're looking down that. There road. you go. There you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're playing in Tropicana Field, but yeah, for two and a half months there are these <laughs> there are these clubs. In Montreal that you'll just love. If you'll have ball player money, you'll do okay. Yeah. No, this yeah, I I don't know. This doesn't make sense to me at all. I want I, I would want a team in one city or the other. I feel bad for for the Tampa Bay organization. And I I mean I know they don't have a huge fan base down there, but I feel bad for the fans that are down there because that team has actually done really good since its inception yes. into the league. They've had good players, they've been a really competitive team. Even I mean they still are. Last year they were great. Um, the stadium is absolute garbage. You're in Tampa, do you think Florida. That, do you think that's the main indoors. reason that plays into factor why the fans don't go out for the team is that the like where the stadium is located, yeah. the 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 state the the stadium is in. I certainly think that has something to do with it for you sure. Know? I mean, I, how could it not? So how like you built a new stadium, but you don't even give it a chance. To go a couple seasons and see if you can build up a fan base that way. Like, yeah, as soon as you build this new stadium, you want to share with Montreal. How do you even get a stadium built if the plan is to share a team? Well, and it has to be private money. If you're, if this gets done, it has to be private money because no government office would be like, yeah, that sounds like a great deal that we only get you for half the time. Like, yeah. No government office is going to agree to that. No. And if they do, they're not going to be in office very long. That doesn't make sense. I really wanted, and of course this was never going to happen, but uh, before George Steinbrenner died, he spent a lot of time in Tampa. He lived there a lot, and he was he was always around the the Tampa Bay organization. He was he was involved down there. I and I know it would never happen because obviously he's a Yankees guy, but it would have been cool if that family could have owned Tampa the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, because the, then they would treat it like. 
and, and not that the, the management or the ownership is even doing anything wrong there, but I just think that they would be more uh, pushing for a stadium, pushing to keep the team there, and none of this kind of you know flippancy, all this up in the air. Stuff. Yeah, it, it's just really weird. I don't know how it's going to work work out. So like you know, we'll keep our yeah. uh, ears out and see if any more news. I just I was surprised that it be, it came back out again because I thought that I thought it was dead in the water because uh, we. We laughed it off at the end of last year. When yeah. We heard about this. So. Well, that's weird that the commissioner is pushing for it. Like there must be some uh, some information we're missing. Um, so let's get to the main event. the The sign stealing it continues. Yes, it does. The the drama, the fallout from it. Um, did you hear Jim Crane's uh, I did. air quote apology? I did. Was that considered? Is that what was considered That's what an he apology? It yeah, okay. was. Uh, he came out and he claimed sign stealing didn't affect results on the field. Yeah, yeah, no distinct advantage. He said. So, the, why did they find you? Yeah, and then why did you fire your manager and yeah. your general manager as well? So I, I feel like it, I feel like that's incorrect, yes, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I feel like you may be lying. Yeah, says clearly the MLB report states that he knew nothing about it, and he doesn't think he should be held accountable. And he go, went on to say later in it that it will not happen under his watch. You dumb motherfucker! It happened under your watch. It already happened under your yes. watch. Yes. Yeah. And and you it, don't get to go like, oh, I wasn't really watching last time. Now I'm watching. It's not gonna happen. Like, and, you don't get to do that. And Jim Crane knows this. He's a business owner. He he understands this. He's just ignoring the fact. If you are the owner of an organization, everything that happens under that roof and that umbrella is your responsibility. So yep. you can claim that you didn't know about it, but that does not make you not responsible for it. You are still responsible for it, and you should have known about it. It just shows the arrogance of that whole fucking organization. Yeah, and that's why they're getting lambasted, too. Yes. Like, uh, people want to crush this organization. Uh, what's his name? Um, Bregman. His yeah. apology was garbage. Yeah. Uh, it was the most insincere... Yeah. Apology, like not apology that I've ever heard. Basically, he came out and kind of said that I'm sorry that you guys were offended, which is not a fucking apology. No, that's not. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and Altuve's I thought was also somewhat disingenuous. Yeah, and they're all yeah. you know. Um, Josh Reddick has come out and said, "Now we just got to tune it out and just win." Well, yeah, because yeah. if they don't win this year or they don't do well, then holy shit, yeah. everybody there is tainted. Oh yeah. Um, I will say, people that are giving the players death threats and threatening, like, or telling yeah, uh, Reddick that his child should have cancer. That's insane. That's awful. That's insane. What the fuck are you doing? You're just as, like, if yeah. you're mad at the Astros for what they did and then you threaten them or, or with that kind of stuff, you're, you're, you're worse you're, than You're that. worse, exactly. You're worse. Yeah, there's like, no, no room for any of that garbage. That, that's just garbage. Yeah, and, the, and these players are taking a beating, and I'm not saying they don't deserve it, too. Uh, Carlos Correa, I thought his apology was was more sincere than Bregman or Altuve, but I thought it was like so over the top and he's he's getting mad at uh, Bellinger for speaking out about it yeah, and telling well, Bellinger to fuck off. Yeah, because he doesn't know and it's like yeah. Bellinger's like, well, the report told me, dude. Yeah, I think uh, we Bell do know. Bellinger also said that Altuve stole the MVP from Aaron Judge in 2017 yeah. and they stole the World Series from the Dodgers. Yeah. I think the big misplay... And, and the players are upset with with Rob Manfred when it comes to the punishment. They think the players that did it, they should be out of the game. Mm -hmm. Because everyone... Mike Trout came out and said something. And that guy says jack shit about anything. And yeah. he came out and said something. That, that shows you how upset the players were. And it got me thinking that... I was thinking back to the steroid era. And I was like, nobody was... 
nobody came out like that afterwards and and lambasted um Jose Canseco or Jose Canseco or Maguire yeah, yeah. or Sosa no for their and I and I was like why was also that? also cuz they saved the game and also, I think there was a steroid user at each clubhouse. For sure there was. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the sign stealing. Yeah. It was it kind of sounds, a nice isolated. It sounds like it was just the Astros, maybe the Red Sox the yeah. year after. Yeah. So teams are sitting there going, what the fuck? Like, I read a report today that Clayton Kershaw in the 2017 World Series in Houston, Game 5, threw 51 breaking balls, and the Astros did not swing at one. <laughs> Yeah, that's some and that was da- that was the year they won the World Series. That's some damning fucking evidence. Yeah. Is what that is. Yeah, like how do you like? And we've all seen a Clayton Kershaw breaking ball. You're swinging at some of that shit. And and that's a good question too, because at that point in 2017, there was no evidence that they were doing this. They pro, I mean, it's likely that they were, but nobody was here in the trash can. I don't think at that point were they. I think that was started later. Uh, yeah, I. I I think it was or towards the end in yeah. 2017 they were doing it. But either way, I mean, obviously they had that mentality that they were looking for an edge and they were willing to, yeah. to go to lengths well, to get that. And then, like, reports are coming out that that uh, they were all young and they were under the influence of a veteran who pushed them that way, which is Carlos Beltran is who they're talking about. Right, who was fired from the Mets manager and, job. like, come on. Yeah. Really? You're going to play the we were young and didn't know better? You're, you're <laughs> taught in great in, like... From as young as, as as you can be to not cheat. Yeah. To not steal. Yeah. To not do stupid shit. And you and you're taught the consequences too. And yes. obviously they didn't feel like they were gonna be caught. Um, which is amazing given how blatant it was once all the stories came out about yes. it. Yes. And when you heard the stories and then you watched the videos, you're like, Holy fuck, how did how did How did nobody know? How did nobody pick up on this? I because know. You, you watch it now and you're like, Holy fuck, is that obvious? Yeah. And and obviously other teams have picked up on it. Like the Nationals seem to be a team. That, yes, they changed. They were changing their sig- their their signals yeah. and all this stuff. It's just, it's it's not something that should have been in the game to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like Carlos Beltran was just so desperate to win a title yeah. that he was going to do anything to do it. Yeah. Um, it's funny too because the 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 Red Sox have kind of been like when you talk about the steroid era, the Red Sox have, are kind of like the. I'll say like the Andy Pettit of the group. Like people are glossing over them now because yes. the, the Astros are the poster boy for yes. it. And the Astros are really the ones that are being hammered for it. Yes. Um, the players are supremely upset with Manfred uh, about giving uh, immunity to the players for speaking on this. Yeah. And I don't think the commissioner's office, I think when they came up with the plan, they thought we're going to do this. We're going to $5 million fine, take away draft picks. Uh, they're going to fire their GM and their coach. And it's all going to go away because the players aren't going to turn on other players because they're like a brotherhood. Right. And now they're turning on them and the commissioner's office is stunned. They're yeah. like, what the, f-? like, they yeah. don't know what to do. Manfred comes out and says it's a piece of metal, the trophy, which was an awful comment. Like that, he just That whole thing was so stupid. He called it a piece of metal. And then he's also, he, the way he approached this by, by, um, by getting the management, by 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 you know he he banned uh, Jeff Luno and uh, AJ Hinch for a year, right? Yeah. And then they were fi- after that they were fired by Jim Crane. But he t- he only took it out on the management and not the players. And there's a lot of people thinking that that's probably because he doesn't want to start a rift with the uh, with the players' union with the CBA expiring in the next Quite two possibly. years. Quite so possibly. some people were saying that was why he was doing that. But I mean, people aren't buying it. Like you said, other players are coming out. They're not happy about it. 
And the rift, like, he might have wanted to prevent, like, a rift between them. Yeah. But he may have caused it. Now. He may have caused it, yeah. You know, because yeah. they're going to say, you don't you don't protect this, the sanctity of the game. You're just, you know. Do you think the rule changes proposal that we were talking about earlier is a way for Manford to, Manford leaked this, quote, they leaked it. Uh, do you think this is a way to distract from the current Astros situation oh, by, by giving baseball something else to of talk course, about? Yeah. Of course. He leaks yeah. the playoff format, and then a couple days later, he makes a comment about the Rays yeah. Expo situation. Oh, he's just it's trying all planned. To, he's just trying to like do anything yeah. to get out. And it's not working. And it's not working because the because you know what? The, the entire season, every new city the Astros go to, yeah. they're going to be asked. Yeah. It's going to be the news the entire season. And it's going to dominate the news in spring training because now that players are starting to show up for spring training, everyone that shows up is getting asked about it. Yep. So it, this isn't going away. Um, so the players came out and said that they're going to basically take matters into their own hands. Um, does that mean, and then does that mean MLB, bean balls? Is that what they're yeah, talking Yeah, I think about? that's what that means. And yeah. then MLB came out and said that there's going to be penalties. But they assure everybody that the, this was in the work for, works for two years. This was not in... in <laughs> this is not reactionary? It's not reactionary to what the players <laughs> said, which is which I'm like, okay, guys, sure. Yeah. Sure it is. We okay. See, we see through you. Yeah, exactly. Um they're, the player, the pitchers are gonna hit these guys. You just know they are. Yeah. They're they're gonna like Altuve and Bellinger are gonna have bruises over their entire fucking body the entire year. <laughs> Bregman, you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bregman. Sorry. Yeah. Bellinger might be the one. He yeah. Might, Bre- Bellinger, Bellinger might like, ask to pitch. Yeah. yeah give me the give ball. Give me the ball, I, coach. I I'm this. feeling loose. I got this. I'm stretched out. Give me the ball. Um, what did you think of David Ortiz's comments on on Mike Fires calling him a snitch? Ah, uh, I did not hear that. That's the first time so, I'm hearing about it. So, I took it a little bit out of context, but basically, he he got out there and he said that fires like if he fire, fires. Am I saying his name yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, he didn't say he knew what was going on in 2017, and he said nothing. And then he waits until he's he's out of the organization, and then and then he does and then he says stuff, and he's like. You're, mm. you're a snitch. You, yeah. know? you should have said something back then in 2017. That's true. He should or, have, but... Ortiz yeah. is right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But should we not commend the man for for saying something at all? Yeah, I do. That That's an interesting think... one because, like you said, uh, ideally, there was a lot of people that should have said something yeah. back then, but... Correa even said that um, Altuve didn't use... The, the trash can method. He went in and threatened them to, that if they did that again, he he'd get mad or something. Really? Okay. I'm like, okay, okay, Korea. Sure. Yeah, hey. yeah, just 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 defending your guy there. Hey. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And you know, David Ortiz is a team guy, but uh, I don't know. I take I take that with a grain of salt. I I think David Ortiz has some has some history too with some different stuff that he probably doesn't well, want. And and that's exactly like we had talked about. He he had been shot at the end of last yeah. year, and and the murky circumstances yeah. around it. Yeah. And it's like, maybe that's, like, are you so sensitive about snitches because, like, yeah. that had something to do with what happened to you? For sure, yeah. That you does know? sound, and I'm not saying that. Also, not, I'm not saying that happened, yeah. but I have been watching a lot of Narcos Mexico right now, so that's <laughs> all up in my head. Okay, so just to give a heads up. I'm not I'm not saying that's happening, it's just something I thought of. I was like, that's really, like, like it's really strange that you're coming out on this angle. For sure. That the the, the, mo- the thing I take away from most of this is that David Ortiz probably shouldn't be saying anything. Just because like you said, I mean, who who gets shot in their in their hometown 
and then the story disappears. Like, have mm. you heard anything else on that? Nothing. No. So Nothing. what is going on there? Yeah. Nothing. So, um, people living in glass houses or something. Don't throw stones. Th- that's exactly it. That's yeah. exactly it. Uh, it's interesting that certain players, like, you don't hear much from them. Like, Zach Granke hasn't weighed in on this at all. Right. Nobody's talked to him. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, are starting pitchers in the bullpen if they're not pitching? Sometimes they are. Sometimes, Some, well, sometimes they are. Most of the time, they're just sitting on the bench in the okay, dugout. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, same with like I was gonna say, Garrett Cole. Nothing's yeah. been said. Dallas Keuchel uh, apologized, but he was gone by that time, yeah. so they kind of just. I'm sure. I'm sure, guys. If they're not being asked about it, they're not going to bring it up for the most part. But yeah, you, you're uh, right. It is odd that some of those guys aren't being aren't ta- aren't, aren't being questioned about it. It just seems like it's Altuve and Bregman are the the main culprits in this, in this entire thing. Yeah. Um, Messy. It is very messy, and it's not going to go away. Uh, the Astros did a very bad job of owning up to it, too. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. When do it came it out, good. you got you got to come out better than that. Yeah, but they're they're to not they're not good. they're not good at these situations. No, to be arrogant and say say you know basic something like Crane saying it wasn't his fault, uh, it won't happen on his his watch again. It's like man, like do you, you guys hire firms like like damage control firms, and. <laughs> I'm sure they tell you not to say stupid shit like that. Yeah. I do think Crane kind of tripped over his words. I don't think that's what he wanted to say, but it sure came across bad. That's why you yeah. read the fucking statement, exactly. man. Yeah. Word for word. Yeah, get the statement and you just read it. Just read it. Or don't even <laughs> say anything and release the statement to the news outlets and be like, here it yeah. is. Yeah, you're a smart guy. You've made lots of money in your life. so it's, Jeez. You know. <laughs> man alive. Um, so that's all I got on that. Yeah. I'm Like, I'm ready for baseball to start. And I was, oh, I, was think, I was thinking I'm ready for I'm it to excited. start, so maybe this will die down a little bit. But it's not, like you said, it's not going anywhere. Um, in a month's time, it'll be just before the season, so we'll we'll give our picks on our di- how the divisions will line up, and we'll do our playoff bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll be right about that one. We we're right about NFL, at least the winner was, and Mike was right about the Raptors. So Jeez. we could be on a heater right now. Should be putting some money on these damn things. <laughs> well, if we win the hockey, I think the next one we're going to be checking is the hockey one. If we right. win that fucking one, I can't remember. Yes, who I said. we are going to be starting to place money on our on, and futures bets is what Jeez. we're going to do. We'll sell the episode too. Yes, we'll, we will. We'll, all the episodes will be free except the prognosticating <laughs> ones. But no refunds if we're wrong. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And we won't own up to us being wrong because yeah. that's not what people do. <laughs> we'll just be like, oh, you know, it's just how it works. Yeah. If you tune in and we're presenting this podcast uh, brought to you by Bet365, <laughs> just know there's about to be a paywall coming up. <laughs> yeah. Just know we totally sold out. <laughs> and we don't, we, we don't feel bad at all. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So next week, we'll be back with an NFL episode. So we'll talk Super Bowl, even though it'd be about a month away. But we can we can laugh about how many people got mad over the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll talk some XFL thoughts. I know, I know, like, I've watched a little bit of it. I yeah. think you've watched a little bit. See how we feel about it, yeah. uh, if it's better than the AAF. <laughs> uh, and then we can talk about that whole CBA news that uh, has come out, like, the, the owners offering... They want a 17th game, and right. they want seven yeah. teams in the playoffs, and the players are upset. Yeah, so we'll, that'll there'll be more coming out from that. So that'll be next week. I saw Russell Wilson commenting on that already, and people are already sick of millionaire players arguing with billionaire owners, and it hasn't even started yet. Yep, yep. Uh, lockouts, man, it's a cause we could all get behind. Hey, yeah, the t- the the, uh, 
The acronym CBA is not something that anyone mentions when they're trying to have a fun conversation. No, so. no. And <laughs> I, I kind of hate current sports a little bit for this because I know way too much about CBAs that I never wanted to know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I understand the players have to get their, they have to protect their interests. I get that, mm-hmm. you know? The NFL is making a boatload of money. You want a bigger share of the pie. Sure. But I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the minutiae. I know within the fucking CBA. But every, I don't need that. Everything's so public now that you can't yes. you can't really ignore it. So because it's so public, yeah. we will be talking about it next week. Oh, we, since we mentioned it off the top, oh, just really quickly. Yes, uh, Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff. Since we yes. mentioned it, he's not being invited back to celebrate the tenth reunion of the San Francisco Giants World Championship, and he has been told by the CEO of the San Francisco Giants that this is because of his um, his Twitter feed and his political affinity for donald trump well because he went out and said he's gonna buy a gun and shoot some something well he's, he was teaching his sons to shoot a rifle because he says if bernie sanders becomes the president he's gonna co- co- you're gonna need to shoot stuff because of communism yes it was kind of a joke yes. but kind of not it kind of a joke but you know what you can't put jokes on twitter because people take it too seriously apparently you can't so now a really big part of that world series for the san francisco giants is not being yes. invited well yeah and i think their 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 quote was he his his current views don't don't support our views who on, cares on yeah. whatever i'm so, so sick of this shit who cares it doesn't matter what his views are on it Bringing him there doesn't mean that you're supporting what he says. No, I, I mean, you're just saying he was yeah. a big part of that team. That's it. And since why do when do when does everyone have to get along with the same political views? Like, what kind of world do we live in here? This is insane. He said something, and he he says he doesn't regret it. He said it on a radio interview. Yeah. He doesn't regret it. But what all it was was just words. And there are freedom of speech comes with freedom of consequence, also. Of course, right yeah. for for that speech. Yeah. But what's so he just said that nothing, nothing like he hasn't sent his sons with rifles onto <laughs> the White House. That has not happened. Well, Bernie Sanders isn't in there yet. No, I'm yet. just kidding. He shouldn't. Be. And, and just kidding. He wasn't actually talking about killing Bernie Sanders either. Just no, no. Him. He's yeah. yeah. He's just saying that communism brings a state where people will have to defend themselves, essentially. Yes. And he's, I mean, based on history, he's actually not even wrong in saying that. But if you're going down Seems the road extreme, that but... his political views don't match up with yours, then we can't have you at this event. Then, like, what about, like, players that cheat on their wives? Like, right. does does that match up with you? Are you, like, do you, oh, are you being holier than thou and saying that nobody that does like if you do anything bad you can't be at this or are you just singling out him because like i feel like well they're just you, singling out him. if you're singling out him then maybe you should not allow the cheaters there because maybe like they broke up marriages right yeah you know? like, yeah exactly and, or or what about the ceo himself his first name is larry i forget his last name here larry brer or bear or something like that him himself the guy who's telling aubrey huff he can't come he was caught in a public altercation with his wife where he shoved his wife yeah. And he had to leave the yes. team for a while. Yes. So, I mean, come on, guys. Like, where are we here? Like, yeah, there's spousal abuse there. Yeah. And yeah. words on Twitter are worse than spousal abuse. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's insanity. And, of course, you know, stuff like it's, it's San Francisco, too, right? San Francisco is a hotbed for this type of progressive bullshit. It's just, why can't you just... You're not, you're not condoning what he said you're not you're not supporting no, what he said that's All, the thing by inviting him to this it's a celebration of the 2010 san francisco giants exactly yeah you know what you do come on down aubrey let's celebrate 
by the way, we're not giving you a mic. You're not going to be allowed to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Th- yeah, this is this is a this is a time to celebrate the championship. This is not a time to for you to expose to put, your political yes, opinions. Yes, you cannot, or anybody for that matter. Yes, we're telling to everybody you can do not take a, like a political stance in yeah. this. This is just to celebrate the good old days, and that's it. And I'm I'm sure he would have been fine with that. And and if he decides, then if, if it's his decision, and he says, you know what, I can't do that, then fine, we tried, yeah. but that was our rules. He, he and I think that's within their rights to say, listen, we're doing this, like we don't want a whole fucking thing. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think that that's how you had to handle that. It just seems so pathetic and petty that they're not, yeah. and yeah. and because they're fearing the outrage mob. Like, come on, it's time for grown men and, and grown women to stand up and start speaking up for the truth, and not not just succumbing to outrage mobs because there's a big backlash on Twitter of all these fake people. And these outrage mobs are just oh, they're, it's they're nuts. nuts. No, it's not like it's stupid. people. This is like my my word of wisdom for for life. Stop caring what other people are doing. It doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Worry about your own life. Worry about your family and your friends. And just be happy. If you do those three things, the world will be a whole lot fucking better. Stop worrying about what other people are doing. It doesn't fucking matter. That's, That's a, it. That's a beautiful way to end it. Have a good week. See ya.